0: What's up, everybody? Bradley Allen coming to you with episode three of Secret Society. Hope everybody's enjoying their spring break. I know I am. Currently, while I record this, I'm not. But as I listen to it, I'm in sunny Fort Myers Beach, Florida. And I was happy to be able to get in the studio late at night with my co-host, Brett Cast to do a podcast to get it to you over spring break. We talked about the Michigan Dodgeball Cup. And I got to know Brett a little bit better, and I got to know his favorite movie, as well as his favorite band. So here it is.
1: Secret Society. Society.
0: Welcome to Secret Society. I'm Bradley Allen, coming to you from Impact 89 FM, WDBM East Lansing for MSU Impact Sports Radio. And this is episode three of Secret Society. I have my co-host here with me, Brett Cast. How's it going, Brett? Pretty good. How about yourself? It's good. We're here a little bit late, and <laughs> I know I'm trying to go home. I'm actually sacrificing okay. watching True Detective with Alexa, my girlfriend, at home oh, wow. to do this. Don't um, even
2: know what that is, but uh, good for it's, you. <laughs> it's on
0: HBO. You should check it out. It's got oh, Matthew I'll McConaughey.
2: Oh, really? He's a good actor. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, and you got an exam tomorrow, so we're... <laughs> We're doing it late so you can have some Secret Society fun to listen to over spring break. And uh, we'll get into the preview of what's happening in March. We're going to talk about uh, Michigan Dodgeball Cup. Brett's going to give you the inside scoop of Mm -hmm. what happened there. And, yeah, so hopefully you've enjoyed the first two episodes. With episode one, we had Ultimate Frisbee. Episode two, we had Quidditch. Our next guest in studio coming up next week will be Ski Club, so that should be fun. I'm really going to delve
2: into what goes on on their Twitter account. I don't know if you follow MSU Ski Club. I don't actually. I was a part of Ski Club though my freshman year. Um, I haven't really. I'm friends on Facebook with them, but I haven't uh, followed them on Twitter. So
0: look at their tweets. They interesting. Something's going on there.
2: (laughs) I assume so. Those people are pretty fun people. So
0: so yeah. Um, Let's talk about the Michigan Dodgeball Cup. Yeah, we were there a couple Saturdays ago, Mm -hmm. and they had central michigan university michigan state siena heights and the valley school saginaw valley and grand valley mm-hmm. and for those of you who never
2: saw college dodgeball it's pretty serious yeah. <laughs> i was not really expecting what i kind of walked into there uh it was like in one of the gyms and uh, i am you know west so i wasn't expecting anything huge but these guys take it very seriously like like you take serious and times it by 10, that, <laughs> they take it very seriously there. So
0: Yeah, just to give you guys an idea, I got there a little bit before the first game started, and MSU was setting up to play Central Michigan, and I got a little peek into the huddle where captain-slash-player coach Mike Van Erman was talking to his team before the game. All
1: right, let's go. Come on. All right. Everybody wait? Yep. So yeah. yep. close, 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 close enough? Spread. Okay, so first up, Central. They are one of the best catching teams in the league. So, what does this mean? No solo throws, aim low, and being smart. So when we kill the shot clock, we're throwing it six feet away from them, and if they're gonna catch it, they have to make a diving catch in order to do it, okay? We're gonna live and die in transition today, especially against Central. Do not throw alone, especially at number four and number 27. Those are the best catchers, but assume everybody there can catch. They're a little light on the power arms, so we, really, we can really take them down and get them on the run, so we're gonna run heads up. So we're gonna, we're gonna run tired as much as we can today, so we're gonna, we're gonna be doing a lot of subbing in and out because we're gonna get tired, okay? So, let's pay attention, let's be smart. Goal number one today is being smart, also, ball possession, okay? It's not as important to these guys, but against Grand Valley and Saginaw, ball possession is extremely important. So let's make sure on the opening rush, we're not throwing blindly, we're picking up the ball, we're getting outside to the sideline, and we're pushing them back off the four balls in the middle, okay? Any questions? We need to win this first point, so we dictate tempo. they are going to want to play slow. If we win the first point, we control what we play. Yeah, if we win the first point, then they can play slow all they want. That's fine. I don't care. If we're up, it's their funeral. All right? Hands in. Spade on three. One, two, three. stay.
0: So they played CMU. Brett, you showed up about... Uh, midway through the first half, and you got yeah. to catch the end of the game. Talk okay. about what happened at the end of that end of that first half. Well, the end of
2: the first half, it kind of seemed improbable to even come back and, and gather a point there, but they actually scored a point uh, with two seconds left. And for those of you who are kind of unfamiliar with how uh, college dodgeball works, the point is scored when you know you eliminate all the players on the other team. So what happened is they had uh, Eric Pauls, a senior on uh, MSU, and he came in on a team catch, and a team catch is when um, it to flex off someone else's ball and someone else catches it. That's a team catch, so if someone's allowed to come back in, but no one from Central would be out. Um, so Eric Paul came back in, had a catch of his own. Then with two seconds left on the clock, he uh, sniped the last guy on CMU right in the foot just before time expired because if time would have expired and they hadn't gotten that last guy out, the point would not have counted. So uh, it was incredible to see um, how riled up they got. They were really pumped. They were down one nothing at that point, and after they scored that, they went you know tied 1-1 into halftime, and it definitely carried over for the rest of the game. So.
0: Here's what Mike Vanderman had to say to Brett after that first half.
2: So how intense was that uh, end of the first half there? That
1: was arguably one of the most intense and most stressful points I've been a part of. We didn't play particularly well in the first half of it, but in the second half of the point, we, we stopped throwing catches, which was number one, and we got some big kills. We got a catch right at the end, a team catch, where Eric Hall came back in, and then got him, got him he himself got a catch, and then he came up, and with two seconds left, he, he sniped the guy's foot from the neutral zone line. So... I mean, it's the, it's the least amount of time and a half I've ever seen a point taken, and it was stressful, and I'm still kind of shaking about it.
0: So, yeah, there was plenty of games going on. I actually had to run back here to Impact uh, during the game to do the first episode of the show with Ultimate Frisbee. Mm-hmm. But, Brett, you stayed the whole time. You got to see some other games. Talk about what else you saw.
2: Yeah. Um, well there, you know, like we talked about, um, the two Valley schools, uh, you know, for those of you who aren't familiar, I was kind of unfamiliar at the time, but Grand Valley and Saginaw Valley are definitely the two most dominant teams, not only in Michigan dodgeball, but, um, nationally as well. Grand Valley uh, was ranked number one, uh, going into that they were actually undefeated. Um, so I was able to kind of bounce downstairs as uh, Michigan state was uh, battling Siena Heights, came downstairs to catch uh, the Saginaw Valley Grand Valley game. And, uh, that was, uh, that was very, in- uh, interesting to see, um, a lot of those guys, you know, dodgeball is something they take very seriously. I don't want to say it's their life, but in a way, it is. They love that dodgeball, um, and Sa- uh, Saginaw and Grand Valley both take it very seriously. Grand Valley um, has been a dominant uh, program nationally for a long time, so it was it was very evident being there that Saginaw and Grand Valley were both definitely the most prepared and um, well put together teams.
0: Definitely, and the end of that game was was pretty serious. Saginaw Valley. Won the game, and it was like, I don't know if it was necessarily upset alert. I thought it was at first because I had known prior that Grand Valley had a powerhouse right. team. But Saginaw Valley's good as well. Yeah. They won the game. They ended up... Uh, clinching the Michigan Dodgeball Cup with that, correct? Right,
2: yeah. That was kind of going into it. So how they play the tournament, um, it's more of a round-robin style. So everyone plays everyone, and whoever has the best record at the end of the tournament will win, and the tiebreaker would be your head-to-head competition. So going into it, Saginaw and Grand Valley were both undefeated. So both teams kind of realized that that game was going to be the deciding factor for the tournament, and, um, I mean, you don't really know who showed it more, because Grand Valley definitely came back with some fire at the end. Uh, uh, Saginaw was up 2 nothing. Grand Valley scored a point, and then um, had five minutes left to try to score another point, which, in the sport of dodgeball, is really just not a um, sufficient amount of time to score a point. Um, so unfortunately for them, they uh, f- uh, failed to uh, Saginaw in that game, but... Um, yeah, just seeing it, like, even throughout the whole tournament, Saginaw beat us pretty handily. Um, Grand Valley um, was up 3 nothing on us. We kind of came back and made it 3-2. But those teams just really, uh, they were kind of in a whole different league, to be honest, um, compared to the other teams. Um, State and CMU are pretty even, uh, in the, you know, distant third. And then um, Siena Heights is kind of just, uh, you know, they're, they're a new program. They're just starting. They don't even have 15 guys in their program, which is the maximum amount you can play at a time. So, um, you know, they're going to get there. But uh, Saginaw and Grand Valley are definitely, dominated that and that game was a uh, sight to see
0: here's brett Cass talking to saginaw valley's captain after that game
2: so going back to the second half of the game versus grand valley two pretty evenly matched teams you guys were up two to nothing then got it two to one describe how intense those last what was a four or five minutes was when it was two to one? Oh, I, I i told him like if you're gonna do anything I mean if you're going to do everything and block everything don't take a single chance on a single ball we don't need it. we don't need to take chances anymore um, but it
1: is just it in the back of my mind I'm like all it, all in game of dodgeball all it takes is one one catch you know one one botched block or one you know one big hit that'll just completely swing the game
2: and I, mean, I obviously saw the when when we were up 2-0 and they they gained that point and just a matter of Four minutes. So when I saw there was five minutes, like they could easily do that again. So that's definitely brought the nerves on. Definitely made me nervous. But I'm glad that our, you know, that, that the team focused and came together and worked together and fought through that. So.
0: So Michigan State had another game. uh While that game was going on between the Valley schools, and that was Siena Heights versus MSU, and MSU seemed to handle them. It seemed like you know there wasn't any big competition there it was a blowout right
2: yeah it was to say the least it was kind of a blowout Uh, Michigan State ended up leaving towards the end of the game because the state players were kind of uh, you know not taking it as seriously towards the end Um, you know because like I said Siena Heights only brought 12 players and you play with 15 at a time so uh, Michigan State had an advantage Siena Heights uh, didn't win a game the whole tournament Um, so Michigan State you know pretty handily took care of them like I, you know like I said Michigan State all day you know they they uh, made it close at the end with both Grand Valley and Saginaw even though the, those two were you know evidently the better teams but they they made it close towards the end of the game and um, you know Central they handled in decently well but that Siena Heights game that was uh, that was definitely a lopsided game
0: yep and after that Sienna Heights blowout, Mike Van erman in the huddle talked about his team and he definitely thinks that Michigan State is a team that can compete with anybody in the country <laughs>
1: We fix the things we did wrong today, oh, and, we, oh. and we make sure that they don't happen again. I'm very proud of all you guys. You guys played a hell of a game, hell right. of a tournament. Every time we're getting closer, right? We're getting more of the entire game. We're playing at what we like to play at, all right? If we can just put 100% of our best efforts out there, we can win any game. When we put 50 minutes of dodgeball together, there isn't a team in this country that can beat us. Guaranteed. I can't wait to see what that looks like. Hands in. Alright, guys. We're a what we did wrong. We're <laughs> Stay on three. One, two, three, stay!
2: And the thing about Michigan State dodgeball, too, is they're getting a lot better, too. Like Eric Paul said uh, at the end of the tournament that they have a lot of young guys. Um, I think it was about seven of their guys, our first-year players, and coming into it, you know, they'll have a few years more to gather that experience. And uh, when they come back, I honestly think they'll, you know, be on the same level as Saginaw Valley and Grand Valley, hopefully, because um, they are definitely they definitely have the dedication, and they definitely have the uh, the raw talent. I think to make it as far as those teams do. So um, look forward to Michigan State really competing and really, you know, coming into an NCDA powerhouse in the future. So yeah, that was dodgeball first dodgeball
0: experience for me. I had seen the team practice a couple times. I would never been to a tournament, and I was blown away, and I definitely am looking to have the dodgeball team on the show. So if you're listening, we'd love to have you on, talk a little bit more about your season, about your team, and about you guys. And moving away from dodgeball real quick, it's the beginning of March. Everybody's on spring break, relaxing, but the club sports teams are out playing. I know that Quidditch is gearing up for the Big Ten versus MAC is the first time they had that, that tournament, and mm-hmm. that's in Toledo. Also, here's some stuff coming up. Uh, mid March 1st, Midwest Fencing Champ- Championships. I know Michigan State has a powerhouse fencing team also. March 22nd is a huge day, Brett, for mm-hmm. club sports. So, yes. I'm going to run down some stuff that's going on. Women's Club Volleyball is hosting the Red Cedar Invitational on that day. MSU Pon Pon club tryouts that's like rah-rah, shish gumba go team go uh they're having tryouts that's uh that's going down on that day rugby women's rugby is playing a tournament in nash bash that's in Nashville Tennessee wow and also baseball club team their first home stand here a double header versus central michigan march 29th club softball season opener versus grand valley also so be on the lookout for that another thing i want to say for all you listeners if you're involved in a club sport you want your Club sport to be talked about on Secret Society, let me know. Send me an email. My email address is alanb 27 at MSU.edu. Or you can tweet at MSU Impact Sports and say, hey, club Club Sport, we're doing work here. We want some notoriety. That's what this podcast is for. We would love to have you on and talk to your uh, players, coaches, anything like that. Also, if you'd like to email or tweet in some of your favorite MSU sports moments. Or some of your secrets. That's my favorite part about the show was getting into the more fun stuff. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to the guests that I have today. Brett, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me about your background. What's your major? Uh, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: give us some insight on your life.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah, I'm a sophomore here at MSU. I'm a journalism major. Um, right now, I'm living in my fraternity house, which is uh, proven to be a pretty uh, fun and interesting experience. Um, I'm from Troy, Michigan. If you guys are familiar from where that is, I played football and baseball in high school. Um, you know, really, one day I want to be a sports broadcaster. So I joined Impact here, and um, you know, I've only been here for a few weeks, but so far it's been uh, been a heck of an experience. Um, I'm gaining a lot of experience here, and uh, you know, I really love it so far. So I've, I think this is really what I want to do, and this is uh, you know something good for me. So,
0: did you go to Troy High School or Troy Athens? I went
2: to Troy Athens High School actually. So yeah,
0: so. I went to. A local school here in Lansing, and I played okay. lacrosse. And Troy Athens came to play us. You guys were like a powerhouse. Yeah, lacrosse team. yeah, we have
2: a really good lacrosse program. It, it was kind of interesting because I was in the baseball team, so that you know kind of the two competing spring sports. Uh, we weren't as well as, or as good as lacrosse was, but uh, yeah, lacrosse team was pretty pretty good.
0: You know, I've been nursing a resentment against Troy Athens for many years now <laughs> because they came to play us at our home field uh-huh. and it was raining and we didn't we weren't able to use our stadium for whatever reason on that right, day right. so we had a, a game like on our jv field and it was raining and the weather was horrible and it was cold Jeez, yeah. and we just got blown out by troy yeah. athens you guys had like three all-americans on the team
2: yeah we have a few kids uh forget where a lot of them go i know one goes a sacred heart out out uh, east wherever i think it's in connecticut yep Maryland, connecticut carefield how oh, yep he goes. To, I believe it's Sacred Heart, and uh, yeah, there was a decent amount of uh, lacrosse college players around that, that team. So
0: yeah, so we get blown out, and then I overhear some of the players after the handshake line leave. They're like, "Okay, now let's get out of this city. Like, like Lansing is a horrible <laughs> place, and like that the weather was bad." So I was a little upset with that. I think I was just a little more bitter in the end because we <laughs> lost. But it was, it was definitely a fun time. Definitely familiar with the area, though. I got a lot of family down there. Oh, good. Yeah. So Brett. Mm -hmm. Before we wrap up here, here's the questions that I ask all my guests. Tell me about your favorite MSU sports moment.
2: All right. Well, my favorite MSU sports moment, there's been a lot of them. I'm a a season ticket holder for basketball. I I sit in the zone. Uh, But definitely the best experience was the Rose Bowl victory because I was actually there. I was able to travel to L.A. Um, One of my pledge brothers actually lives in L.A., so we were able to stay at his house. Um, for the duration of that week, and uh, just the whole trip in general. This was my first time to California, so uh, the trip in general was fantastic, and definitely the game, the tailgating before, the great weather, and then going there and just seeing uh, Michigan State win. Actually, it's kind of embarrassing. I was standing in the stands, and I cried when D'Antonio was talking in this interview when he talked about completion. I was just like, that's it. That is it.
0: Yeah, man, and, uh, I,
2: I do not blame you for crying.
0: I think <laughs> as far as MSU Sports Moments goes, uh, somebody— you know, for me especially, I've been a Michigan State fan my whole life, and mm. seeing them win the Rose Bowl uh, was amazing, and I wasn't even there. Right. And I definitely teared <laughs> up. Uh, I teared up before the game started watching the pregame stuff on TV. Right. Yeah. So uh definitely can't blame you for that. And that's two tallies now so far. This is Episode 3 of uh, Secret Society, and we already have two MSU sports moments as Rose Bowl, <laughs> and it's going to be hard to compete with
2: that. Yeah, definitely.
0: All right, Brett, so we'll sign off here from WDBM michigan state student radio msu impact sports but first you got to tell us a secret
2: a secret see it's kind of like a secret something you keep from people so the last place i really want to say it is like on the radio while right. i'm recording so people can hear it but um let's see a secret um you know a decent amount of people know this about me but i actually uh one of my top three favorite movies is the notebook i've watched it uh, probably at least five times i love that movie uh, rachel mcadams is awesome and uh i like ryan gosling too so sue me i don't care but um, yeah, that's definitely one of my favorite movies. I like One Direction, too, if that really matters, but um, I guess those are a few secrets. I should probably stop spilling my life story <laughs> out here. But, uh, yeah, that would be one of them.
0: I, I got to say, I, I, I feel you on the One Direction. I will play some One <laughs> Direction. Um, not ironically, I, I was surprised about the notebook thing, though. Well,
2: honestly, you watch it, you just get so happy, but then at the end, you kind of get depressed. It's like, wow, my life will never be like that. I probably won't find, you know, someone that'll be that special in my life. But, you know, then then you think about it. I don't know. It's very... You, you think deeply after you watch the movie. It's it makes you happy. Maybe I've never given it a chance, because <laughs> I've only seen, like, clips of it and parts of it on, when it was on TV. Yeah, but you got to watch it in the whole, you know, duration of the whole movie.
0: I, don't, I think I have contempt prior to investigation <laughs> that I won't even like it even if I do, but... That's totally fine. I think I see uh, Brooks Lambier, who's uh, helping engineer this show. He's, he says he likes it. It's definitely a good movie. Thank you for agreeing with me there. Yeah, maybe he's not even listening. Oh, Anyways, wow. <laughs> we're, we're all done here here at uh, Late Night Impact. We are happy to give you this episode. hope you're all enjoying your spring break. And thanks again to Jonathan Yales and Brooks Lambier for helping engineer mm-hmm. this episode. Thank you, Brett, for coming on. Yeah,
2: of course. Glad to be here.
0: And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks a lot.
2: I want to stay up.
1: secret society, secret society. Secret society. Hey,